0: Welcome to the Out of Ashan podcast for another episode. We're talking about family, the dark ages that we currently are in as a people. And how do we find our way back to Eden? How do we find our way back to ourselves? How do we regain autonomy spiritually, mentally first? And then the physical will follow. Spiritual is always first. So Cole, Relationships. Why why does it seem like none of the relationships in the West work unless it's in a, a business environment or um on on somewhat of a business terms? Is that the way the infrastructure has been set up? Why are most of the relationships broken? Do you know any strong relationships? Tell me a little bit, what's your what's your what's your viewpoint? What has been your experience? Because that's the key, right? We talked about families. And how families are important, how the the breakdown of the family structure, whether it be the father not being around or the mother not being around um in one way or another they could physically be there but not there emotionally mentally, spiritually in those concepts so there's so many different metrics to what consists of a strong family, but we see such a breakdown that the the old school ways of being married for 40 years to the same person. Is that uh, for past generations? Do you think that can happen in these generations? What is what's what's missing?
1: I definitely think it can happen in these generations. Uh, But I think also one of the biggest hurdles that I think our modern society faces is that every generation is looking to press for to do something different than what was done in the past. So, Sometimes there's some resentment or there's some heartache and pain that new, I would say the current generation sees that they want to avoid that they saw having that took place previously. So let us take it back, mm. let's say in our let's say our grandparents and even our parents' time. Um you saw when it came to economic status in the household, typically in previous generations, you know, the man was ahead of the household. Essentially the only individual working outside the home was the male and then in the that, that's what's
0: considered to be that's what's considered to be head of the house
1: well i mean i, I think when you 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 do when you look at the term in his in its historical reference that was the head of the household right the breadwinner mm-hmm. um and literally the man was the only person who worked outside of the home for the majority of people especially here in the united states and then Typically, when you when you go across different continents, you see that same type of, of replication take place, where you have your ladies, the mothers, the nurturers. They tend to things, matters of the home, and the men tend to things in the business or things outside of the home. So, mm. when we look at that, even in America, that's that's the way it was. But then, at the advent of wars, when, when the World War came, when all the men had been sent off to go fight. Mm they still needed laborers and they still needed infrastructure to be built that's when women came into the workforce so when mm-hmm. the women came into the workforce and tasted of the opportunity to then what create and provide and to actually delegate to to get access to money they had to go back when the men came back home and that's when you had the advent of the advent of the women's movement that came into play so here in the united states and then you can look from that onset that when things begin to go awry because it became, as you mentioned, you 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 specifically said, is it business? That's when I think a lot of the finances and that business application kind of seeped in to take a stronghold and leadership position within the family structure. So even now, we talk to people abroad. And even though they're outside of this system or this type of Western capitalist capitalistic system, their remnants and their crumbs and their ingredients that people are adopting globally because of the advent of the of internet. So now you begin to see those certain elements fester even in relationships abroad. So, mm. so in generations past where you could be married for 10, 5, 20, 30 years, now everything's becoming short-lived because we have developed an appetite for short-term gratification. Mm. So it's about how I feel today. Not that how I feel tomorrow or in the future or how this benefits me, but it's, no, it's about... I'm just not happy today. So if I'm not happy, you begin to look at your immediate surroundings. So then you look at, typically you don't look at yourself. We look at everything around us and then the people closest to us are typically the things we begin to uh, qualify to see whether or not it's beneficial. And then typically in relationships, it'd be the person who is your partner, a person who's your spouse, because even a lot of doctors and psychiatrists have said that when you enter into marriages or relationships, it's something that reveals who you are because there's no other time outside of your siblings who you grew up with where someone gets to know and see you 24 seven, in your mm-hmm. worst, in your best, and they're constantly seeing that thing in real time. Mm-hmm. That is pretty. That's a pretty intimidating or fearful yeah. type of endeavor when you look at it. Like because anything or every secret you do, there's somebody right there to sit there and document to see and experience it with you.
0: So of when you talk about vulnerability, of, yeah. that's a
1: that's a different level. So that's why. As much as, and especially in our society, people end up quitting because not even quitting, they give up on themselves because in business, because there is a central theme or goal to acquire, to get money, people can let bygones be bygones as long as the common goal is to make or to reach a certain goal. But in relationships, typically nowadays, people don't see what the common goal or what that future uh, return investment is because it's, Mm. is it just having kids? No. Is it what what us being together right now, what is that going to look like or what is that going to produce that's beneficial or going to be fruitful to us? And these are things matters of the heart, matters of your identity, matters of your inner soul, because that's what these type of things, these are not tangible things you can see. It's not a feeling. It's not the butterflies, but it's duty, right? It's, 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 it's loyalty because think about it. You look at CEOs, you look at top business people, you look at some of the most influential people in society. And someone had this conversation with me just yesterday. It said, typically, we won't promote somebody who is single because that tells us, A, you haven't taken responsibility or some deep responsibility that in which partnership marriage shows you and provides. I can't trust that you can lead this company if you haven't even done the miniature leading of your own household. And so when you think about it, you're like okay, that does make sense because you have to deal with personalities. There's going to be good. There's going to be bad. How you can do it? Not to say that as a single person, you can't do that. But even in the corporate world, they look at family structures before they make these big, big determinations on whether or not who to bring in and who's going to be leading us on the forefront. So the, these are some of the intangibles or some of the benefits of long-term relationships. But it, it's, it's definitely depending on us as individuals. To have a different mentality and mindset to understand its importance so I think a conversation we can have is what is the, what what is why is relationship important why did God create it in the first place because it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like I mean it could be optional but is that something that we will want to delay or uh, forego knowing that we are uh, interdependent individuals and we're very
0: communal in nature where we actually need people I mean what do you think about that Man, you uh, touched on a lot of great high-level points, and I want to take it one step behind where you started with the Western construct of how relationships have been formed into a a business entity and take it back to the beginning, right? So you have Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. You had male and female who were virgins, right? We talked about the, the term virgin is like, obviously it's almost like extinct. Um, for people to find virgins. I'm not saying there aren't any, but the society almost um, subconsciously condemns that status. But there's something powerful about, as you said um, in our previous conversations, the recreation of two people who have known no one to come in and to create what it is that they become Mm -hmm. in their life, sexual life, their... Financial life, so forth, and so on that was the the early adoption of what a marriage was or what a covenant family was. So if that's the model that we're trying to at least glean from in certain ways, and if you're not a virgin doesn't mean you can't have a wonderful marriage. I'm just setting it at the very beginning of how it was in its innocence and in its inception, and the first commandment that we received from the most high that is in the scriptures is to be fruitful and multiply. He wants everything to continue to multiply and to generate. Then you move a little further on when he talked to Abram, what was his promise to him? I'm going to give you land and then I'm going to make your seed a mighty nation, like the sand of the seashore that cannot be numbered because I just want to see my glory or the image of me reflected in the earth. So we know that to be the spiritual reasoning for why the most high created relationship and human beings, then we can now look at that as a roadmap to where are we today and how do we get there? And how's the systems that are placed built to either push toward that natural reality? And you see that in nature. You see the animals reproduce itself, flowers, all of it has a male and female sort of component that multiplies itself. Every single thing is replicated, So that's why it's so important to get back to nature, because in these current societies that we live in, i.e. the Western world, we have adopted so much of these constructs that we have lost sight of what is reality, like an actual reality that you don't have to have some sort of human interaction to say this means that or this means this based on someone's interpretation or the law and all these different things. But what does nature show us? What does our own humanity show us in our biological systems and the way we are built? How do we get back to that? Is to pre- procreate and to move. That's the ultimate goal of the earth and its cycles. Now, the cool thing is when you're multiplying, you get the pleasure, right? But mm-hmm. then pleasure, if not guarded with balance and discipline, that same idea you talked about with the CEO, or if you're in business and people wanting to hire someone based on if they can manage their own home, they've dealt with personalities, then they feel they will be fit to do greater. That same concept is found in how you manage every portion of your emotional, spiritual, sexual state in a relationship. The pleasure. Procreation is ultimate, but not always. Pleasure is always. But if pleasure isn't guarded, it can move into Perversion. Mm -hmm. Once you get into perversion, now you open the gate for all types of energy, spirit, or activities to then begin to cloud and demoralize the fabric of the Mm mainstay, which is to procreate, to continue to grow, to continue to be. So now you move into our society. The systems that were built were built in the negative already because the system was built off of slavery. So the system was built off of thievery, all these different things. So that was the foundation of the system. So now you're building on the system. And what do you have now? They say, all right, we're going to take these wonderful concepts like relationship and marriage and legalize it. We're going to make it a legal thing so that you're only recognized as being married if you have the legal papers to the state or legal papers to uh, the government, and then we dictate. So now the question is, why did they set that up for? Mm -hmm. Because of the workforce. We have to regulate the workforce, but we still need to uphold certain principles and ideals that are dear to human um, existence, character, culture, their um, values, but etch it with The bottom line, which is money. So when the men were going off, now I'm tapping into where you are and where you left us off at. When the men had to go to war to defend the system or the country, the women, you know, it's like that one woman where she has like her fist up. Mm -hmm. You know that picture with the... (laughs) There you go. Get into the workforce because what did that do now? It doesn't mean that women weren't capable of working. They've been working. Even in the in the earlier stages of when the man went out to hunt, so forth and so on, and was the head of the house, and they would come home, the woman was still the the, the controller of the house. Because if the man goes out and brings it home, and the house is in chaos, or the woman isn't helping with the children, da da da, his work is in vain. So you need both. It's a the Most High made it where the two were one. Adam and Eve were one, as in Genesis one twenty six says, male and female he created them. Once they allowed negative energy. I.e. Satan, the devil, negative vibes, contrary ways of nature to come into their conscious, into their mind, into their ways of being. And they submitted to it. It caused a fracture, what we call sin. Right. So now it, it placed one's authority over the other in one way or another to salvage what had been lost or what it was lost until we get back into the fullness of the reset. So everything right now is moving towards decay or death, mm-hmm. right? Me and you was eighteen years old. We was running around everywhere, weren't mm-hmm. we? Run up and down, boom. We in a band. Eat chicken. Eat all kind of crazy stuff. Do run forty five. Can we do that now? Mm, yeah, but certain degree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotta take a couple of naps here and there, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. And then twenty more years from now it's going because what we're moving toward. <laughs> we're mo- <laughs> We're moving towards death or we're moving towards finality because of the breakage. So that means everything is doing that. So nothing lasts forever. So you're supposed to procreate. And the beauty of you and I being here is so powerful because that's etched in what? Your family and my family continuing in the covenant that the Most High told our ancestors, which is to be fruitful and multiply. So that means from the beginning of time, whenever time started, trillion years, 10,000 years, billion years, whatever they want to say. Human beings never stop. So that means you've been in existence in one way or form, even if it was in the bottom of your dad's sack (laughs) as a sperm till now. Physical form is supposed to live in the duty of the collective as an individual into the collective. And then you fade back into spirit space and your seed continues. That's the way the Most High has created it. No one can go against that. It doesn't matter what no one says, that's the real law. right? So those are the things that we have to understand when we're coming into a relationship and how you're building with people. That's why I love the older systems with the dowry system because the dowry system had more positives than it did negatives. Positive was, what is your family line? What have y'all done? Do y'all got diseases in your house? Do y'all have divorce in your house? Do you have, They're trying to see what decisions kit. you made they doing it. Like everyone else front. does.
1: So, you know what? Because I, I was just thinking, as soon as you said Dower, because I know how you touched on um, the legalities of marriage. But even since the beginning of time, there was always the legality aspect of marriage, whether it mm-hmm. was by the jurisdiction or the authority of a governmental agency, or it was the community, the chiefs, because this That's is true. why when you talk about uh, virginity, there was no how we have today where you can you can sleep around multiple partners now it's like once you slept with a person they they recognized you as husband and wife that was it that was the Mm -hmm. contract Mm -hmm. whether it's physical or Mm -hmm. spiritual congratulations you guys now are one because that was Mm -hmm. the the covenant the agreement between the like you mentioned the households and that was that was the agreement spiritually as well but as you Mm. can see today That has been long gone and erased because now it's free love. It's my body. I can do whatever I want to do. Guys can do whatever they want to do. And then this is why when you talk about the lack of trust and the lack of the lack of ability to bond or pair bond or to uh, Mm -hmm. be linked with a a person, bone of your bone. The reason why it's difficult is because we've kind of siphoned and, and poisoned or messied the, the, the landscape or messy, the situations mm. where now you have covenant agreements with 10, 20, 30, 40 different individuals. So even mm. if you do come across the person who you think you could be pair bonded with or to be unified with in the long term, there's always going to be issues there that you're fighting from previous entanglements and previous engagements that then bring forth that stress and bring forth all the different elements that make it so Stressful to move forward because Mm. if we go back, like you said, if we were both virgins to begin with, all we know is each other, there's nothing to compare to. And then you Mm. even take it to a different level. This is why, even in today's culture, you hear about it all the time where uh, pornography runs rampant because even as young men, and now
0: we even see all the peas, all the peas, pornography, pedophilia, all that that's the perversion we talked about from pleasure to perversion. (laughs) Because, I even because I
1: even remember as a young kid, the first time I ever even saw a Playboy magazine, I remember it was because I remember I was shocked. A, but I remember it it was because of this young lady. Because I I take it back to high school.
0: Give us the setting. I want to talk. All right. So what happened? How did it happen? So, so for me,
1: I remember in high school. I think it was like ninth or tenth grade. I know the girl's name. I'm not going to say the name, but she was Caribbean. And we knew her to be somebody who was active. She was—I'm gonna say is she was active, and she only dealt with older dudes. And I remember one mm. time, I don't even know how we had this conversation because we were cool. But she's talking about we need to go on a date. I said we need to go on a date. Mm-mm, we need mm. to go on a date. And she was kept pressing it, and like always wanted to hang out, and stuff like that. But I didn't have a car and like that, so there's nothing that could happen. But I remember. Just based on her interactions, and you can, to, as today they would say, the vibe of what was going on, you could feel that kind of tension in the air. I was like, mm-hmm. I, I don't even know what to do if it came to that situation with this girl. Like, like what? So in my mind, it's like I had to go into investigative mode. Like, what, what is this? Because I, like I said, we knew her to be active <laughs> in those high school years, but that's mm-hmm. what opened mm-hmm. the portal for me because I remember it. It's so I've always said, it was that girl. It was her this babble was putting too much pressure that opened the gateways and the next you know i'm sitting here trying to figure this stuff out because these weren't conversations you had with your dad because which is a problem there you go because in the church it it wasn't like we had these conversations like this is life this is how you navigate it was like don't fornicate blah, blah blah don't sin that was it even though we know these are all natural human interactions these are things everybody if you're as long as you're a human being You have feelings, you go through puberty. There are changes that that, uh, happen within your person, your body that need to be... And listening to sex ed in school, high school is not enough (laughs) because they're not Mm -hmm. talking about anything. So, but these are, when you talk about the family, these are why mothers and fathers are very, very pivotal because they should be having these conversations about whether it's your anatomy as an individual, the urges, the feelings, what that means, what's going, what's happening, how to process it? Mm-hmm. How to move the um, shortcomings? You know the pitfalls. You know, because I, I can just guarantee right now, if my dad had that conversation with me and told me, I mean, like, "Man, that's normal. You gonna see attractive exactly. ladies all the time. That just means mm-hmm. your body, you're alive. Because hey, if mm-hmm. there was, if you weren't feeling like that, there would be a problem. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the way God made you. But I, but I remember yeah. that time like it, st- it stands out because like I said, I remember I was like, oh my gosh, what I'm what I'm what gonna do? What, what if this happens? If we go out like like and that kind of circled the wagons that opened god knows what was happening in the future but but like in your in your case how, how did that happen for you
0: so mine was at home and i was like about 9 years old uh-huh. and i remember going underneath my dad's um cuz my dad was a G right he, he, he was a G he came G. to he came to america 68 and so funny i followed his footsteps without even knowing it till later on that he came out here, was sort of in the music scene, came out here because of James Brown, played instruments, the whole nine. So when I saw myself working in the uh, booking world and clubs and stuff like that and, and being in that space, once I, I, I came out of that phase and saw what it was, which I don't have any problem with going in those spaces. It's just if I had the information, like you said, I would know how to navigate it better. But anyhow, about nine, I was about nine or 10 years old. And I remember going underneath the bed and finding a magazine and I pulled it up and it was a Playboy magazine. I opened it up and I just remember going like, oh, the innocence. <laughs> but part of that wasn't just solely that Playboy magazine, but I, I grew up in, you know, um, in in a in an environment where all the young people were exposed to sexuality at young ages and in probably inappropriate ways. Like maybe that young lady who was with older men We don't know what that Could have been for her That pushed her into those spaces That's why you have A lot of um, promiscuity And things of that nature Because usually people Are are exposed to sexuality In one way or another That wasn't healthy Or that was um, unguided Or took their innocence It wasn't uh, a gradual situation So it always causes All kinds of ramifications Where there was rape Or all kind of areas That have Damaged people emotionally and mentally Then it shows up in their relationships And we think that it doesn't go away Like you said, this whole idea of free love And so forth and so on That's just what society pushes And what what we see happening As a result of previous generations But that covenantal relationship Between a man And a woman And them coming together To procreate and to be Is still the standard of nature Meaning it's still the most highest standard right if that's the most high standard then it, it can't be removed if you go against it it's only going to kick back at you so when i saw that magazine from that time on i remember even as a young man i was engaging in ways that i didn't even really understand what i was doing per se but i was always like women as opposed to ill girls you know, little boy but ill girls stay away from me
1: that was open pandora that wasn't Im- Open this. Open your eyes. Oh yeah, ate of the
0: fruit. Became wise. And I had I had my older sister. She had a bunch of friends, so I was always around women and learned about women in many different ways. So that began to train the way that I approach or see things. And then I had to learn through the word and through other men who came in my life and women who taught me a better way. Were well, there situations that came about that weren't helpful, like you said, getting into relationships and then you get these, as they call it, soul ties, right? You think it's over, you over that person, but that baggage is still there, but it may not be physically or consciously available to you, but it's, it's, it's in the subconscious areas and you begin to trust less. You begin to look at people differently and then you go into these relationships at a, a half tank, So you had a half tank. You're trying to build with somebody. But all of your past relationships, if they haven't been dealt with, and most of us don't, we just move on. I don't care. Move on. That mentality sounds good. And there are some truths to that, that you should move on. But nothing is just clean cut. Right. There's always other areas that need to be dealt with that doesn't get dealt with but it, it'll show up in other ways mm-hmm. so that's why you get the promiscuity that's why you get the man going around and just being with a bunch of different women and like I don't care I'm just going ahead and go da-da-da. but he don't know his soul is being left from him even your sperm counts you know, you're, the energy that's in your sperm begins to lessen after a while the sperm count streamlines where they can't even either they can't produce anymore or it's, it's like the life force that it was supposed to bring is retrieved from you and that's the, the devil coming to steal, kill, and destroy. He hits you with the pleasure button. He gets you into perversion. Once you get into perversion, now he got you. Now you're moving into pornography. Then you're moving with a bunch of, bunch of, bunch of women. Like I remember when, in the music space, bunch of, bunch a bunch of, bunch of women. And then you're like, oh, that's not enough. You start exploring into other things. You start getting multiples and you start getting this and, this. and then at some point now, you it's hard to satisfy. And now it's no longer about the beauty of what pleasure brings to procreate. Mm. It is now you got all that space and it's just free-for-all. So blank. spiritually, the spectrum is wide open. And now, because every time you're having sex, there is an emotional, a physical, and a spiritual interaction happening. Your spirit, your soul, is intertwining with that individual. Thus why, at times, people have these STDs and different things of that nature because those are all combinations in the physical realm of what is happening or has happened in the spirit. When you contract a different disease a lot of times it's from a person who either was very promiscuous or got in connection with somebody outside of the natural laws that has to be recorrected and it's going to be recorrected either through death sentence which all of us are going to die as i said but the way and how is going to be different for everybody as we know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but in that sexual space it's going to be really important for people to understand and you may say well man what if you had a bunch of multiple partners? What if you had this? What if you had that? That's the power of the word. That's the power of the most high to recreate that. He said, I can restore years, but you have to overstand and come to acknowledge what it is. And then you have to go through a purification. And sometimes that purification, depending on what has been done in the past, sometimes it's passed on. And now, say for my dad, my dad got that from somewhere. And a lot of that came from his forefathers because in our societies back in those days, they had... Multiple wives, right? So there's a certain energy that comes with you as a person who comes from those environments to be with multiple women. Like I tell people today, men who sleep around with a bunch of women, not excusing that because in this context is not the best way to do things. But in certain contexts, it was built that way for what? Procreation to build a tribe, to build a community. It wasn't just sleeping around, leaving somebody, don't have any resources to take care of the child. Da 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 da. It wasn't that. So some of that is in our genes. So when you have males today who go around sleeping around with different women, you look at them. Oh, you're a player. You're this. You're that. In that context, in this right, in this setting. Yes, it is not the most Healthy thing to do because you can't be with your family You can't provide for all of them You're leaving a child behind, you're leaving a woman behind You're causing emotional damage All that kind of stuff So the multiple doesn't work in these types of environment But a man needs to Overstand that so that he can be Redirected to what it was in the beginning Which was male and female So I'm not saying multiple was from the beginning Or excuse in one way or another But the context is going to be important Context of era, time, people groups situations but here in the west as we are in america the multiple is not the most uh advantageous way to go for many different reasons <laughs> But now, <hold> <laughs> let, let, let's go back to what you said about this idea
1: of multiple because even everything that we see today was formulated by man right so somewhere along yes. the way just as when we look, look at the scriptures and look at mosaic law so when it talks about like divorce that was something that yes. I was putting in by Moses. Why? Because they saw there was error amongst the people, and he said, "You know what? In order to correct y'all and govern you people, this is these are the uh, parameters or things that have to be in place so you can do X, so you can do exactly what you please. If you want to put your <laughs> wife away, good, that's fine. But these things have to be in place before we will allow this to be approved. Mm-hmm. So, and I think the same thing happened because when it comes to the formation of families, as you mentioned, you said multiple wives. That means typically. As, as we spoke earlier, the, going through the background check, going through the dowry system, these are things that had to be replicated. Um, because when we talked about in our last episode, when we talked about um, David, one of his, uh, I guess, prizes for defeating Goliath was what? A woman. Mm. When you look at King Saul, you know, King Saul, his daughter, a woman. Every time there's always a woman, and then they, they've added it on to the lineage because back then... And I mean, I don't think times have changed, but I think the core essence is that family is the most, the most priceless resource you can have is the ability to procreate and to have offspring because when all is said and done, all your accolades, if you come home to an Mm -hmm. empty house, trust and believe you are deficient in so many areas. You can have all the money in the world, but if you don't have family, you don't have anyone to share for, you don't have anything to care, love, nothing that exists because we are, Mm -hmm. we are images of God and God is love and. Our job, like we mentioned last time, is to shed love and to give love through the scriptures of the way scriptures ordained it to be. That is a very lonesome or very, very mm-hmm. volatile situation to be in because I think that's the mindset a lot of people in today's modern society are starting to adopt that. I don't need anything I can kind of buy or I can kind of replicate this whole idea of family in my own generic way. But in the, in the essence of things, when you really look at it, when you fast forward You can't cheat the system. You can't cheat nature. You just can't do it. And it's it's vital, specifically when we're talking about generations going forward, that, as we said, there's nothing new under the sun and things are cyclical. So when things kind of go out of order, I think it'll correct itself again. Because what we're finding is, like I told you last time, the conversation I'm having with these young ladies in the college ranks is that, man, we wish we can have men who are like our grandfathers and our fathers. Well, so once again... We've created this new paradigm of what a man should be. Now they're, they have a different appetite that they don't want the ones that mm. they've created and that they thought they wanted. So now they want to go back. So now there's going to be another push because even, even a lot of my young ladies in the colleges, well-to-do colleges, they're like, you know what, Mr. Pino, I don't want to work forever. I don't even really want to work. I just, I just know, I just want, I want to make money. I just want to fund my lifestyle. I want to do this. But ultimately nine, I would say eight out of 10, they want family. But they can't say that in the open because that looks weird and, it's, and that goes against everything this society mm-hmm. has perpetuated. It's natural. So it, it makes them look weak in their minds. It's like they, they, But when you have that intimate conversation with them, you realize, so you just want to get married mm. and create a family. Yeah, that's all I want to do. So w- with that in mind, that means now the other piece of that equation is can that happen in today's world, today's economy could I rely on just one person to work and then I would be mentally, physically okay and to entrust that individual mm. to say, you know what, M- my husband, my partner, that he will be able to shoulder the burden and that will keep us in a safe mm. space. A lot of them realize when we just talked about that the economics, sometimes that math is not doesn't work out unless you're at a, depending on what your appetite is, unless you're at a high, high income earning potential i.e. a professional doctor, lawyer, I mean, you surgeon, you're like uh, somewhere like in a tech space or, uh, uh, or a very, very successful entrepreneur. The average person's resources is not enough to carry or shoulder the burden of a family unless they're living at a very, very, very low state, which a lot of people aren't trying to compromise to actually do that, to live within that bandwidth. Mm. So these are the type of dynamics that people have to face today that in, 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 in times past that this wasn't even something that was a part of the equation, because as I mentioned earlier, when the workforce was dominated by just male men, salaries, wages like one man's literally his wages could carry a family. Mm. You could buy a house, car, mm. pay for school. Everything was covered with one manufacturing job today. That is not the case. So in and, and the and So so when, when we go back to the the premise of the discussion about the business structure in Mm -hmm. relationships and marriage. Marriage and the coming together of families have always had some type of business element to it. So as you mentioned, when you talk about the diary system, why is that important? It's important because when we look at, um, when we look at the scriptures and look at how uh, marriages and how unifications came to be, the man had to always present himself. So this whole idea of women being the prize, men had to prove themselves. They didn't have access to let me be careful what I say, women. You couldn't engage in any way with a woman unless you went through the family, meaning you had to be vetted, you had to be certified. And in the cases that you said, this is going to be your wife, you had to produce and show Mm. whether it's the cattle, whether it's gold, whether it's raiment, whatever it is, you had to show that you had the ability to handle this situation, that they're going to be leaving their mother's or father's house to come to your house and you're going to be the replacement of the house or the leader of the household, that father. So you had to be able to show that you were diligent and that you were certified in all areas of life today, because we live in a world where you literally Mm. can have sex with a person even before even knowing their name or anything, because now young ladies decide, Hey, you know what? He's cute. Or I like him would literally give their body before giving their time and their attention to even understand what they're dealing with. And this is one of the things that's mind boggling to me that I see on a rampant basis that the physicality mm, is mm. like immediate, immediately mm-hmm. you see a person, but it's on. I'm like, that seems to be something that should be way on the tail end because I thought that was the most precious thing. So when you go back to why people and families were willing to pay or willing to give so much for the access mm-hmm. of a bride is because it was pure. It was untouched. And then on the flip side, even men, the whole idea of men having to go around and um, wait, wait, what are they saying? Come to Mar- coming to America, sow your royal oats. See, that was out of order. That was because once again, we we look at Solomon in the Bible. Solomon, probably the most wisest man, had all these concubines, all these wives, mm-hmm. and he even even in his own testimony, he told you how worthless and how vain it was. Because even in the scriptures, it said that because of his association with so many different women. That's what brought idolatry and the and the worship of other gods into his realm. Because he grew up one way, but his association with the women that he loved and fantasized about, that's what brought his demise. Mm-hmm. So we look we look at Samson. If we say Samson is the modern day, the most the superhero, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, that's him. But what was his mm-hmm. downfall? He went and took a woman outside of the tribe that he and that was the infiltration. That's what opened him up to his own destruction. So what I even tell our young men now, I tell them, hey, protect your seed. Your seed is valuable because this is why we hear the term sins of the father because everything begins and ends with the man. Yeah. So in its simplest form, I don't care if it's trouble, good and bad. It's going to always, the book always stops with you as the man. So that's why I tell mm-hmm. these young guys nowadays, I said, don't waste your seed. Don't be so anxious and pressed to bed that person. Because you're going to get a cheap thrill, it's a short experience, but the ramifications of what's to come, you're not ready to handle. You're not ready to handle mm. whether it's going to be an emotional situation, whether this is going to cause a child to be born, and then even mm-hmm. in the idea of having a child, protecting your seed, wow, because we had a discussion one time about um, destroying kingdoms, because I look at it like this, every time you bring seed into this world, it's just look at it as you're establishing a new kingdom on this planet. Because that's a new woman, a new household. So if you don't stay there and be a caretaker of said mm-hmm. kingdom and you just abandon it, it's like a city that's going to be dilapidated and you're going off to start it again. Now we see why we have so much wars and so much things going on. Houses divided and people so much infighting. Because we have immature individuals that are just starting situations and starting kings and starting elements without with reckless abandonment. And they're thinking, ah, oh, no. Because you don't understand. We're emotional. And we're spirit people. So you going into this situation, this person thinking, you know what? You have my best interests at in mind, my heart, my spirit, my mind. And then you're just in it for the feelings and that you have no intention of cultivating and building and seeing this thing through the end. Oh, th- now we see why things get crazy and people go crazy and people do things because we, the way we are wired, we weren't designed to do what the world is trying to infiltrate us to do. So young, I tell you young mm. men, don't listen to what society says that you need to go get what we used to say, get it out of our systems. That is very dangerous. That whole get it out of your system complex, straight from the pits. Why? Because all it is is training yourself and training your 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 um, emotional systems to believe that that woman is just an object of pleasure. That's it. So that you won't see them anything more mm. than that. So if you're just going as a young lady pound town, you just going this <laughs> one, that one, this one, this one, and this one. That's a crucial object. That's crucial. Mm-hmm. You become desensitized where you don't you you can't have a conversation with them, you don't understand them. And then you see how they can feel abused, misused, and used. Mm. Because in your mind you haven't cultivated because of the trainings that you have opened yourself up to. So this whole thing about, like I said, the physical is very, is very, very, very serious. And unfortunately, we don't have these conversations, I think globally, especially amongst our people. Yeah. Because We get together in traumatic situations, in situations of fun and pleasure, but it leads to lasting um, longevity of just demise, struggle, and decay, all because of one thing. There's many people right now who's like, dang, one night of drunken craziness has resulted in in, in a lifetime of stress. Because if they could go back, they could change, and they could change their hands of time, they would. But once again, Mm -hmm. that's why we have to kind of educate and let people know like no no mm-mm. this isn't just because mm-hmm. it feels good just because people say you need to do it don't listen to that because once again until you get to the point you prepared yourself for what's to come you don't know what you're about to embark on you just don't know
0: and then the and then the system is it plays both sides right it's the disease and the cure they hit you with the pleasure button just like satan does oh you're gonna be like god you're gonna be able to do this you're gonna she gonna feel this da 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 and then hit you with the child support. She has to control now because the system is siding on the one who's going to help bring the workforce <laughs> and make it strong, mm-hmm. the child. So you have to pay into that to keep the infrastructure the way it needs to be, but you was doing it off of whatever reason. So but, then, but, but think about this. So
1: in if we if we were communal people, right? Mm-hmm. And we did it the right way. Mm-hmm. When the male and the female, that union came, remember, as I said earlier, the, the, the community would offer you up as a, a unit. So at that point, y'all husband and wife. But because we don't have that unification, we don't have that community. Now we have inerrant inv- individuals who are just going from home to home, causing damage, right? And mm. thinking that they can go in and have pleasure without any type of responsibility, so this is why, this is why, when we go back to Mosaic law, this is why the governments were put in place, okay, we need to put these laws in place because they know human, the human element was pump and dump. We're going to get in there and get up out <coughs> and run the hills. So they were like, nah, 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 we, we need to have, because we don't have the capacity to take care of the these situations that occur. So therefore there has to be something in place. So that's how a lot of these structures come Because because they they don't need to be there if we were disciplined individuals and we had good intentions. But because we there's wickedness in society, they know, oh, man, these people, they're going to be in and out, especially because what? What we're putting in the atmosphere, what we're putting in the music, what we're putting on TV. Just look at the dress. Everything, everything in our society today is over sexualized. Oh, everything is sex. I, I, when we were growing up, the only thing we used to hear about is like sex sales, but we didn't really understand what that meant. But when you look at every commercial, I don't care if we open a magazine, a car magazine, there's going to be a center for a woman. If we watch a boxing fight, who's in the middle of the ring holding up the sign round two? Scantily, everything is sex, 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 sex. And in the world, is confused at why these men over-sexualize, why they only see women as objects. Because you parade yourself as an object. Mm. The clothes, you have to sit down like, wh- what were they thinking when they created this garment for me to wear mm-hmm. in public? What's the intention? What was the intention? Something that was at one time exclusive to the bedroom, like lingerie. Now they walk in the streets every day with lingerie attire. No shame. This is America. Now you go to other places <laughs> they're covered from head to toe, but in America,
0: mm-hmm. lace. And that's why you have the tight. broken families, and you, it's all adding into the chaos, right? It's so one thing, one thing leads to another. To offset this to cause and effect to, at the end of the day, demoralization. The,
1: the, the decadence of society, you're right? You, you hit the nail on the head. It is demoralizing. Individually, spiritually, as, and inwardly, they're dying. But here's the thing. The, the good thing is, because I think this goes back to when we said, okay, is there hope? I think there's hope because at the end of the mm-hmm. day, that's when it has to be understanding between the two entities. Because if it's me... And then it's another person I've identified and say, you know what? We need to come together, but also in our coming together. We need to block and shield ourselves from the outside elements because we mm-hmm. know it doesn't work. So once again, right. it's going to be the pruning, the cutting back. Um, and then also, just like I think you alluded to earlier, how things are stuck within a DNA in our membranes, almost like a CPU unit. Even though if you you put something, you download something on your computer, you collect, collect delete or hit delete. It may not be on your desktop, but it's still in the the the, the hard drive. Mm. So you got to be aware of those things. So when they come up, once again, you know where it's coming from and how to rectify it. You know how to mm-hmm. overcome those things. But but it has to be a joint unified effort. Uh, but I believe because there's a there's a lot of good people on this planet, and every day we come into contact with them. So and they want what they want. They want pure relationship. And The relationships are there, but you have to align yourself with somebody who has have that same level of understanding as you do.
0: But the first step is getting yourself together, like you said. For sure, yep. First of all, you got to know yourself. Because once you know yourself, and that could take time because you've been inundated by society. So much. Ancestry, so forth and so on. These different elements are working against you. And now are you going to be the tide turner? Are you going to be the one that's going to shift the tide toward righteousness, toward right standing, toward nature, toward the most high? And realign so that you and your partner can be aligned for interdependence where both of you have a connection you're a, a, the better half or a good half you are strong at this and I'm strong at that we come together we're we're one and we can move this forward and then we can galvanize a plan to navigate this so we have our full autonomy so then when we have offspring we set a better precedence for the next generations as you would see most of the times when you hear these women who are promiscuous or these dudes who was out in the streets or whatever when they have children or they're getting older what do they usually say I don't want that for my child I went through it so that they don't have to go through it so they begin to realize from a DNA standpoint they know within themselves forget the scriptures right just from within the the law that is written in your actual cells in your membrane and in the way you are as a human in human nature is that you want what's best for your seed so that you can continue to be. Ultimately, that's in the subconscious because most I created all of us that way, being in his image, is that we want to sustain ourselves. When a person doesn't want to sustain themselves, most of the time that's because of the something in their life with a, a reoccurrence of things has happened or in their ancestry has happened to bring them to the point where that Portion has been null and void, um, has been numbed out, or has been cut off in a way where it sets them toward a path of complete extinction. Mm. So you have to think about if anything is going to cause extinction, that can't be natural, that can't be the Most High's way, or that can't be the human way. That is a a pathway that is contrary to the way you were originally made. So for me, when you're trying to regain yourself, once you realize. The, the habits, the blind spots, the proclivities you have, the things that you've allowed to come into your thought processes, your environment is the first thing you got to uh, uh, reassess. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, where am I and what am I allowing into my soul? What What type of energy am I putting myself into? Like you said, when someone makes a garment. Or clothes, They had an intention because they're trying to sell and they know what sells, sex sells. So I'm going to create this. If the woman doesn't know how to or understand or overstand that, they're falling into a trap they don't even know. And then they're like, why are you only looking at me like that? Why are you looking at me like that? I That's what has been created. And you stepped into it without having the spiritual or the emotional um, intelligence to understand What is being perpetuated so it's going to attract That type of energy so on the Pathway back to being righteous The pa- pathway to healing and Wholeness within yourself First of all you got to acknowledge Like dang all right let me look at my Relationships it hasn't worked Out like people will be like I'm Not married yet da 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 Okay so it can't be Everybody else's fault <laughs> You'd come to <laughs> you, you, you're you talking like you're doing it right But you haven't done it So it has to be Alright what am I doing wrong What are my viewpoints What are my thought processes And it takes time to do that And that could take a time Three, four years Even more sometimes Just to recalibrate yourself And in that process You have to look at the environment Where am I What type of stuff am I listening to What type of people am I around what are, Who are my friends Who are my surroundings What kind of relationships do they have I can guarantee you If you're around a person Who has healthy relationships Marriages children, kids, da 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 the single one always feels uncomfortable or they feel uncomfortable being around them because those are opposite energies. But if you get around them and you stay around them, it will begin to help conform you to become more palatable for that type of relationship to be around you. But if you're around your single friends, your drunk friends, your crazy friends, da-da-da, it's just free. you going downhill so fast. And the time you turn around, there's nothing there because those type of people don't stick around because they didn't have that in their own life. So they cleave to it because all of us have the human nature where we want to have relationship we need to be communal but in this matrix that we've been set up and now with the internet there's this false sense of community through social media and through that space but that's not tangible and it's not real so it still puts you in a state of numbness where even when you engage an individual you're like Uh, is this person a human being or why are they acting like that? It's almost like you're talking to a computer or a robot because they have voided themselves of feeling and they are only going by experience and what they can gain, what they can um, hold on to. So once, once again, once you go back to knowing yourself, expanding your, uh, lowering your environment and making those adjustments. And it's not easy. It is not an easy thing to do, Mm. but through the power of the word and through different avenues to help supplement to help you change and break those habits those cycles those strongholds whatever all those different layers then you'll begin to see what comes into your pathway what you begin to attract if they want to use the term law of attraction fine what you begin to attract you begin to see things differently your perspective is different then you're like when you talk to other people or people you've known in the past and you connect with them it's like whoa it's not the same anymore so then it begins to open up the door. And some people may say, well, how do you find somebody? Social media is not bad. Technology is not bad. But if you don't know how to use it or you're not you don't have a core to yourself, it can become a detriment because now it's using you. Right. So there's ways to meet people. There's ways to connect with people who are like minded. That's why the scripture says don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. It doesn't mean just someone who believes and. Your, the way you believe spiritually or believes in, in God a certain way or believes in the most highest this way or that, that. That's one element. But it is also about the, the, your goals. You want someone who has the same pathway as you, who can say, listen, we're trying to do this in the next 10 years. All right, if we're trying to do this in the next 10 years, what do we do right now to get to that goal? All right, we need to cut back on our expenses. We're going to live here for a little bit. I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to work. Ta da da You don't have to. So you start planning and you're together that's a unit now you're more invested now you have less room for trouble because it's more than just the physical the physical is an element but it's not the only thing if your relationship is built only on the physical and how this person can please you or what they can get for you and da, 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 that's why the marriages last for only this long and then people are on to the next one because that high right it's like drugs you get that high we need to do something else so first oneself check the environment Make the adjustments that's needed toward principle or toward righteousness, which is not easy. That's the crucifixion, the purification, the pruning that one must go through. Then that sets you up. Just like Adam. Adam was doing his work. He was tilling the garden. He was naming the animals. He was doing whatever he did to be the caretaker of the earth. And the Most High said, now I'm going to really give you what you need because you can't be alone. It's not good for you to be in this state because you're not going to be able to replicate yourself. You're not going to be able to produce at your highest level. I'm going to bring you the woman. Or vice versa. I'm going to bring you the man. But if you spend a lot of your time chasing corporate or chasing wealth or chasing other things, and then the, the 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 body starts to click, especially for the woman, then you're on scramble mode. You're like, dang, I'm getting older. I need to find somebody. I'm going right to freeze now. my... <laughs> I'm going to freeze. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do... You try to do all these outside entities, and it may appear in, in one way. It may work one way or another, but ultimately... If you have the, the soundness of mind and if you're younger, like you say, you're dealing with those college students, I'm glad that they're thinking that way because that means the tide is turning and we need to encourage that and have more dialogue about that so that we can create a new way of being and understand, hey, that's the way they operate. That's the way they are. Have fun. So forth and so on. Yes, balance. But once it moves from pleasure to perversion into the deeper realms of the spectrum, you're automatically set for destruction. Nah, for real. You, know, you, you said something just now. <laughs> that timing
1: thing. That, that's what we use that term, useful idiots. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you never know who you come into contact with. Everybody's on their individual clock and on their individual agenda. Sometimes that's they're true. just looking for a useful idiot to help bring to fruition what they already mm. have set in motion. It was never love. It was never anything to begin with. You just happened to be there at the right time <laughs> be at the right pace at the right time. <laughs> If you get Rebounds,
0: up. as they call them. <laughs> it's
1: a skirt. but you know that's why people
0: always ask, yeah. "Do you have somebody? Are you dating somebody? Are you with somebody?" That people pick up vibes and they can tell certain things if they care and they have any value for themselves. But if everybody's in for them just the pleasure of it, then th- those things don't matter. But,
1: but see. Even in, in the whole pleasure talk, some people don't understand human connectivity outside of that because that's what they have. Mm. That's what they have kind of um aligned themselves or tuned into. So everything to them is from that pleasural standpoint. So how they feel from that standpoint determines the trajectory of how they see you. It, it, it's that's not true. even a conversation. It is not nothing about that. It's about all in that element, that sexual intimate element is where they try to gauge where this is going which is totally an error is is i mean mm. it's, it flips upside down as as we know but you know the other the other piece too and and i think why the family is important because you said something that that piqued my interest is when i just envisioned okay isaac and rebecca noah his wife what was the end game They they were they just wanted each other and they just wanted to be present and to live I don't think they were they were pairing up to go and run a corporation or to create a multi-million dollar entity. That was never, in a lot of cases, the end game. It was, if, if we say it, when we look at, um, what's that Shakespeare, um, Romeo and Juliet, it's just the essence mm-hmm. of people in love. They just wanted to be together. And But I think mm-hmm. what's complicated today, once again, we keep on bringing up this high idea of the corporate structure and work, is that, let's say today, today you get married, you go on a honeymoon, Chances are within 48 hours, a week later, everyone's back into the nine to five. You you don't even have time to cleave. You don't even know each other Mm. versus back then you had all the time in the world. So guess what? Once you got married, y'all was together. Y'all was cleaving. Y'all was in and out. Y'all was, that's all y'all knew was each other. Now you got so many Mm -hmm. distractions. You don't even get to know who you're dealing with because you only see them. What? Maybe five hours outside of the day. You have 24 hours. You're sleeping eight. You're working eight. And then you're giving your time mm. off sparingly. So when do you actually see each other? Mm. And these these Ace. is it's the way society is currently structured that is causing a lot of friction and a lot of turmoil in how male and females even uh, intertwine with one another in this modern age. That's, That's why that I go back to understanding the two mm. entities have to make it a point to block out whether it's time, whether it's to restrict themselves from the things we know. Can cause us long-term harm and to say, nah, you know what? We locked in this together. This is what we're gonna do. We don't we don't need to be mm-hmm. working that hard because we know what we need, and this is more than enough, this is sufficient. So we will we, we we can agree to or compromise to you know, prune ourselves in this area and this area for the long-term health of the unit, the family, and future generations, as well as you're building each other in um in this union as well. Because mm-hmm. in that learning process, you as a man get to learn the nuances of the female psyche and as a female to understand the male psyche, how they move, how they think. And then you can begin to pick up where there are shortcomings here, where you can fill in the gaps, where you can be that resource, where you can be that, that helping hand, where you can be that, you know, that, that everything to that everybody's looking for when they say in that perfect union. But once again, mm. we have to be honest with ourselves. Like you said, it starts with our self-awareness and working on your internals, but your interns, you can't work on yourself unless you have something you're working towards or working for. And that's the most high because everything else is mm-hmm. not going to matter. You have to have some type of spiritual discipline and connection because that is what's going to be able to guide you through the, the nooks and the crannies and the turns that discernment to navigate your life and also navigate the life of your family as well. So for mm-hmm. me, I can't deal with anyone who doesn't have a spiritual understanding to under at least an awareness to know that there's a higher power that is much more powerful than who we are. And we're not mm-hmm. in itself of our own. There's nothing that we can do out of our own strength yet only through the strength of what God gives us. Because once I know that, mm-hmm. then I know, OK, that means you have the ability of the reason to understand that you have to rely on something other than yourself. People who think they can mm-hmm. make things happen for self. Stay over there. <laughs> Not, not, not.
0: Stay on that that's side. Uh-huh. I need somebody who has. Yeah, and that's how families and, get broken down. Too. It,
1: at least an awareness because to understand that there's something, a greater power on this planet that is keeping this thing together that you have to give an answer to for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. And I uh, think about some of my homeboys that I've talked to over time, and you hear it in in circles when men have the capacity to communicate their feelings, uh, especially the Afro man. All I feel like is a person who comes home, give my wife some sexual pleasure, pay all the bills, take my kids to practice, take them to school, cover everybody, and nobody think about me or care about me. Because that structure has been set where you said they're not setting time away. If you're spending eight hours, let's just do the math on this. Eight hours at work or more, including travel time, that you're away from your family, you're sleeping for eight hours, you have these small pockets in between. If you do that over 10 years and you don't spend any time and set boundaries there and you go. really make an effort to connect with your spouse and your family, what happens? You grow apart. You don't know that person as well. You see it even in broken home situations or in divorced homes, people who are in divorces, being able to try to connect with your child and be with them and, and understand them deeply. You can to a degree, but there's always an element missing when they're not with you in a consistent space. My heart always breaks for my brothers who will tell me like where their child is in another state or in another country or they haven't seen them that much. And technology helps to a degree because you can call and you should do all those things. Do as much as you can to be in your child's life. Um, and the most I will make up the difference. So there's no desperate situation that can't be salvaged on one level or another. But. If you, don't take, if you don't have the awareness, like you said, knowing them, they were thinking about what the most High said, which was to procreate. The family was first. Building a strong family unit was first. And then all the other things, business, so forth and so on, were secondary. Because once you reverse that, that's the breakdown. That's it. Things are going to fall apart at some point. It may be 10 years from now. Maybe people have been married. Dang, they was married for 35 years. Why did they break up? Oh, they grew apart and they didn't love each other anymore. So now the grandchildren, the children grew up with the family, and they're like, oh, I'm over it. But the, grand, the grandchildren are picking up something, mm-hmm. right? And then now they're, they, it impacts them on, on some level or another that mom and dad isn't there. What does it do? It leaves an impression on them f- mentally, physically, spiritually, psychologically. And unless it's communicated or nurtured with the awareness to help salvage that, that leaves the void. So then they go into relationships with a certain void in them that they can't really explain or that they don't know about until they get older. And if the Most High um, isn't gracious or someone doesn't come into their life who can help them navigate, it just perpetuates. And then now you have a residue of brokenness that continues to happen. So the best way that I've learned and I'm learning and have heard from other people who have gone through and elders that I've spoken to is we as the people have to get the priority that the family itself, you are more important than anything. And that's very difficult for people nowadays. Because even in the music in the 70s and in the 60s and such, so they used to talk about how much they love their woman. They can't live without them. They da-da-da-da-da. It was so the other way. Now it's, <laughs> it's the total opposite. I don't need that. I don't need this. I'ma do this, then I'm going to be out. How many in it. In it. And we out there, hey. they making money what off the that trunk. doing? What is that doing? Mean- <laughs> and what is that doing? When you're dancing and lap and moving in that, the energy, even though it's coming with an is going into your subconscious. That's what is the messaging. Like we call it, they call it program. Anytime you hear that term program, what is that talking about? That's conditioning to make you think a certain way or to be a certain way. Education, programs, this program is to this and this program, it sounds so natural now, but if you read it and understand it from a holistic standpoint, you can decipher what in the program you want to take that's aligned to you and what's not. So that goes back to what you were saying. If you and your spouse or your significant other or the one you are in covenant relationship with, that's the most important thing to me. Some people don't believe in the legal marriage because of how it's set up in this society and so forth and so on. I can understand that. But the principle you said that has been throughout time is that covenant. Covenant is agreement. That's where contract came from. It's from covenant. You make a vow to say, I'm going to be this, this, and this for you. And I'm coming into covenant with you. So if everything is built on covenant, all the other pieces will be added. Didn't the Most I say, seek ye first the kingdom and righteousness, then all these Got things be will be added. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing in a marriage relationship. Seek first covenant and the ways of maintaining and procreating and sustaining. And then all the other things will be easy. You'll have the mindset to say, all right, good. You get at this. All right, look, you do this business. Oh, we could do this. All right, you hold me down. You go to school. I'm to work. When you finish school, you get y Then you can build something because you have the support system. You have your, your, your wife backing you up. You have your husband backing you up. You have your man backing you up. You have your woman backing you up. Yep, yeah, For me, Cause what I've come to realize in my
1: 45 years on this planet, the most important entity on it is family. Without it, mm-hmm. waste of time. Everything that's why the name is such an important thing. Even mm-hmm. whether regardless of where, where you come, your background is, then that's why the name was so important. Because the family name is what stands the test of time. Generations, things happen because of the name, your association with that name. Where does that come from? Mm-hmm. That's family structure. There's a unit and there there's procreation and then generation multi- of uh, duplications that are come come from that. So that's that's why I mean mm-hmm. with you going to invest in anything invest in a family because at the end of the day everything else is going to pass you by. And then <laughs> when you're on your deathbed or when you're terminally ill, you're sick, now's the time you want to cleave to people because you never built those connections because you never had that foundation. You can have all the mm-hmm. money in the world. If you don't have people in your life, you are literally bankrupt. You're socially, mm. you'll be bankrupt because there's nothing, you can't buy, you can't buy happiness. You can't buy peace of mind. You can't buy that level of love and interpersonal communication that comes with the energy. Even so, you know, when we we're going up in church, it says, you know what, forsake not the fellowship of the brethren. The key thing in a mm-hmm. lot of successful relationships is your community who
0: yeah, sure.
1: believe, and as you mentioned, have the same mindset and as well as they give you a covering or safety of accountability. So you always mm-hmm. – you're, you're not going to know everything, but you're always going to have resources for people you can reach out to, you can talk to. Mm-hmm. It's great if you mm-hmm. can talk to your mother, your grandparents, as we spoke about in previous podcasts about the older generation, as well as people of your same age, rank, your same elk who are going through the same things. Because y'all can grow mm-hmm. from stages to stages to see, oh, man, we can overcome it. Oh, you know what? This is an idea. You know what? We can work together here. But it's about the community. And even in that community, when it comes to the family – you know, when I am my first child, we we were out in Arizona. We knew no what in Arizona, so one of the mm. worst things ever is to be in an island all by yourself with no assistance. Because now you it's yeah. it's you, the wife, and a brand new kid with no manual playbook, no family support. Oh, that's totally right. different than when you're in your community where you have aunties, grandmas, grandfathers, all the cousins. Where guess what? Now you can you have a a a whole team of people where you can share sh- uh, sh- share the burden, and there they mm-hmm. can feed off, and they can teach, and they can impact, and they can love on your family. So guess what? You're not doing to yourself. So now that stress, mm-hmm. that's an element that you're now you don't have to deal with, because you have a mm-hmm. family that you can rely on. So that that's the benefit right. of, and God created it that way. But we just have to look at what simple principles are there, and they work, and they like know what? That's how. That's what I want to repl- replicate. I want to build. A massive generation, a massive following of people who what? Love one another. And then in that the world can see. Everybody can see. Like, man, those are some different people. Man, those adjupons. Yeah, you know them. Yeah, because they do X, Y. This is how you get the the reputations associated mm-hmm. with it. Because they can see. They can see that, that oh, they know who you are. You oh you people are excellent in this. You know what? Yeah, they they're in this region. Cause you always gotta ask yourself, how did this group of people come to be? It all came from a seed and it started to multiply. And the next you know it just duplicated over time. And now you have a mm-hmm. whole tribe of people that came through that same name, that same loin. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's a beautiful thing. And, and I think um, yeah. it's the steps are going forward because I think in our narrow view for what we see here in the West, but I think globally, I think there is a lot of people who still operate in the same tenets of what we spoke about um, in this discussion. But I think even for myself, mm-hmm. my kids I say hey, going forward, these are different things you want to look, look to And that's why I tell my daughters, hey, ask questions. There's never a dumb question. If anything, Mm -hmm. you you're not clear about, you just ask. Take feelings out of it. This is a safe space. You can ask whatever you want. There's no judgment, nothing. Because that's why I Mm -hmm. like. I always revert my back to my dad. There was never a conversation that he had said, "We can't talk about this." If Mm -hmm. once that question came, he was fair game. He was going to answer it, even to you know we used to joke in in Sunday school about. what was it uh solomon where it talks about her her breast shall satisfy you at all times that was the verse that every everybody asked every week
0: <laughs> uncle could we read that verse <laughs> yeah, again <right. coughs> you know because we was going through puberty, puberty i yeah. just wanted to know <laughs> exactly exactly that's so what you know it is.
1: that's that's the realness though you know but like i can say i think the community we as a community as a people we have to stick together Because we're stronger together than we are isolated and individualized. And like I said, this society is very big on individualistic aspirations. That does not work. It's it's Mm -hmm. it's it's that it leads you to a path of nothingness. It's just not gonna work because you always Mm -hmm. need people, and it's better to know that upfront so you can do what it takes and to begin to take the steps necessary to be successful than to find out too late when the time has passed.
0: And with that, we'll catch you on our next podcast.